Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this episode. Thank you so much for checking out Young, Black, and Opinionated. I am your host, Christina Royster. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star rating if you like what you hear on this episode. Today, I have a bunch of pop culture news, but I definitely want to get into one topic specifically, and that's being submissive, catering to your man. Let's just get into it. Let's just jump right in. (laughs) Before we talk about anything, you know I gotta do Put Y'all On. Put Y'all On is the segment of the show where I put my listeners on to my favorite thing of the week. And I'm so excited to share that this week, my Put Y'all On is the fact that Juneteenth has become a national holiday. The Senate unanimously passed a resolution establishing June 19th as Juneteenth National Independence Day. The name is a little bit long. They could have just kept it Juneteenth. Uh, This will be a U.S. holiday commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. Woo! I... I'm honestly, like, skeptical because... (laughs) You know they, like, you know, give us an inch. Barely. And I'm just nervous that I don't know. I had to check all my sources to make sure this was real, make sure this was accurate, had to pinch myself, make sure I wasn't dreaming because I can't believe that the United States, the United States of America, the U.S. of A, gave black people a holiday. (laughs) I mean, what do we have? MLK Day? Like, that's nothing. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, we've already been celebrating Juneteenth on our own, you know, black people, especially after the 2020 Black Lives Matter movement really took off in the protest, and we're just fed up, and we just wanted something of our own, so fuck 4th of July, it's Juneteenth every year from here on out, and companies were already starting to give off anyway, so I really hope all my brothers and sisters, y'all get off work, and y'all celebrate our freedom. At the end of the day, we should have never been enslaved anyway, like, we shouldn't have to have a holiday commemorating the end of slavery. It's kind of backwards to me, but whatever, we'll take it. And um, I just don't want this to be, you know, performative. Like, thank you, Senate. Appreciate you. But we don't want a holiday. We really want some fucking change. We want some social justice, all right? So uh, we'll take the holiday for now. But please keep that in mind. Keep it in mind the reality of the fact that some people are still enslaved and I'm talking about incarceration. Um, I'm talking about police brutality. Let's not get it twisted. Like ain't shit sweet. I, I don't want to bring this down though. I love the holiday. I love Juneteenth and I actually sold some YBO Juneteenth merch. That's how much I was into it this year. So yeah, anybody thinking like, Oh, should I celebrate Juneteenth? Yes. Go for it. I don't care. Some people were talking about, oh, only Texas should celebrate because Texas was the last state to be freed, whatever. Look, we all free. If one of us free, we all free. So I'm celebrating. That's my put y'all on Juneteenth. All right, let's get ready for the news, shall we? I'm going to start with this Cristiano Ronaldo story. And I'm laughing because it's like sad how tethered our lives are to brands and brand deals and well, not our lives, but mostly celebrities like one wrong move can really cost somebody. And that's what happened to Cristiano Ronaldo. The Portuguese soccer player had a press conference and he decided to move the Coca-Cola bottles that were on the table. (laughs) I'm laughing (laughs) because 
Can you just imagine? He, you know that they strategically placed those Coke bottles on the table. Like they trying to get the product shot. They trying to get them the in, in what's the word? Uh, the on-screen marketing. And so uh, the product placement, there you go. That's the word. <laughs> and so he moved the two bottles of Coca-Cola on the table, reached for his water and said, mm, agua. <laughs> oh no, honey. What brand of water was it? I want to know what brand of water was it? Was it Dasani at least? Cause Coca-Cola owns Dasani. I don't think it was Dasani. <laughs> so after that, Coca-Cola's share price dropped almost immediately by 1.6%. That's about $4 billion. That's not good. The corporation is the official sponsor for the tournament. So they offered a statement and they said everyone is entitled to their drink preferences with different tastes and needs. Yeah. Um, this is the problem with celebrities like backing brands that they don't even use. They don't even fuck with. They don't even really endorse like you are getting the money from it but do you really use this on a daily basis that's what i want to know and it's looking like cristiano ronaldo does not drink coca-cola i mean that's the thing right like these brand deals don't even be making sense why would coca-cola be sponsoring athletes athletes do not be drinking soda and regular people don't even drink soda anymore come on now like he made the smart move drink some water he's an athlete could you imagine if he genuinely hydrated with coca-cola before playing in the european championship i don't think so so i'm sorry coca-cola i'm sorry y'all lost four billion dollars but i'm sure the company is worth 100 billion so y'all good now let's what else oh yeah speaking of food speaking of brands girl scouts I didn't realize this was such a big deal. I didn't realize this was such a big problem. Obviously, during the pandemic, the Girl Scouts could not set up their booths and sell their cookies. Like, they were not doing face-to-face -face transactions. Actually, I saw a couple people get creative. I saw a mom, like, build a little food truck for her Girl Scout type situation. That was cool. But for the most part, they were not selling Girl Scout cookies. Specifically, 15 million boxes have gone to waste. And so everybody's like, okay, why don't you just sell them now? Well, apparently they have a 12 month shelf life, so they're expired. I don't know about you, but I would probably eat an expired Girl Scout cookie. I feel like they probably would last, I don't know. But this surplus of cookies is worth $60 million. And I don't know what they're gonna do about it. Oh, it says creative sales plans are underway, such as partnering with major sports teams for one day sales. And also in Georgia, they launched Samoas for shots, giving away one box for each person that got vaccinated. So yeah, they have a lot of cookies left over. And where are they? They are currently sitting at the bakeries that made them in Kentucky and Indiana. Um, it's only about 7% of their annual sales. Did you know that? Did you know that Girl Scout cookies and like selling the Girl Scout cookies was only 7% of their sales? So... I really wish they would just give them away because I could use some Thin Mints right now. Thin Mints are my favorite. I don't know what y'all be munching on, but Thin Mints, the Lemon Johns, and um, the Peanut Butter Johns, yeah, those are probably my favorite Girl Scout cookies. So that's sad. I hope the Girl Scouts can get back out there. That's really a business. That's really a hustle. That's really a scheme. I don't know what they put in them cookies. Them cookies got crack in them. All right, let's talk about what I've been watching. So... I haven't really been watching anything new. 
I don't think. I've just been binging my shows. And one of them is Manifest. So I probably talked about Manifest a long time ago when it first came out. Manifest is the show on NBC where everybody gets on a plane to go home to New York after a trip to Jamaica. And when they land, everybody's like, oh my God, we thought you guys were dead. You've been gone for five years. So to them, it just felt like a regular plane ride. But to everybody else in their lives, they've been missing for five years and they just went on with their lives. And honestly, the show was dramatic. The show did feel kind of soap opera-y. And that's probably why it has been canceled. Manifest has been canceled at NBC after three seasons. So I honestly am surprised that they made it to the third season because after COVID, I kept looking like what's going on with Manifest. Is Manifest coming back? They had to take a break because of COVID. I guess they did come back uh, in 2021, but I wasn't caught up, so I'm just now catching up. They put the first two seasons on Netflix, and apparently Manifest is, like, number one in Netflix's top ten this week. So everybody's like, damn, how, how are you going to cancel Manifest when it's doing so well? But maybe those people are just on the first season because... If you watch for a while, I don't even know how I stuck around for this long. It is an interesting concept. I think that's what really got me. But some of it is verging on like sci-fi, like dramatic, like, ugh, it, it is a bit much sometimes. That's why I haven't finished uh, season three yet. I've been slowly working my way through it on uh, Hulu. But if you are interested in, uh, you know, kind of not apocalyptic, but like sci-fi, Stranger Things type, um drama definitely check out manifest you know i really enjoy this show um not a very diverse cast you know i always gotta throw that out there there's an indian woman there's a black guy and that's pretty much it <laughs> but if the storyline is definitely interesting but i feel like they didn't have to be so dramatic oh there is one hispanic guy i forgot um I mean, one of the main storylines is the fact that uh, the lady, she was engaged before she went on this trip. And when she came back, her fiance married her best friend because he thought that she died and he moved on in five years. So that little love triangle and that dynamic dynamic, that's really interesting. But I can't say I'm surprised they canceled this show, to be honest. People are like fighting for it on Twitter. I'm like, why are you fighting for this show? Like there's so many other shows like more deserving. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm really putting y'all on to the show or putting y'all off to the show. You just have to find out for yourself. But yeah, Manifest canceled after three seasons. That's what I want to share with y'all. Let's get into music, shall we? Okay, so boom. XXL, double XL, how do you how do people say this? I call it double XL. Double XL, XXL, whatever you want to call it, their annual freshman class is here. This is where they share like the top 10 new hip hop artists of the year. Normally, people hate their choices, and I have to agree. <laughs> this year, I don't know how they pick this. I'm not on the panel. I'm not on the jury, but I really just wish they would not lean on who has the most clout with TikTok and all that stuff because that's what it's feeling like. It's giving me, it's giving me mainstream 
and it's a magazine it's a publisher so hey who can blame them let me just read you a, a little snippet of what they had to say they said this year the staff did record numbers of zoom meetings from january to march to meet and greet artists listen to new music and hear the rollout plans for roughly 100 freshman prospects which ultimately became the hunt what ultimately became the 10th spot so they went from 100 applicants to 10 winners and they said after much debate conversations with industry peers and talks with anyone who felt compelled to share a freshman list they created 12 artists made the final cut but one pulled out of the class the day before the shoot oh didn't know that who was that i wonder hmm 12 artists made the final cut, but one pulled out the day before the shoot. I wish they would say who. I would love to know. It says the decision is never an easy one. Record labels have revved up the, the signings, making the pool of rappers to choose from that more difficult. But true talent rises to the top. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, but I'm just not feeling this list because I don't know anybody. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. They got 42 Doug from Detroit. Flo Millie. I do like Flo Millie. I do fuck with Flo Millie. I know her. Love her. I will say that's one. And she's from Alabama. Moray from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Pusheisty. Um, Lakia. Not familiar. From Milwaukee. Koi Ray. That's what really made me roll my eyes. Because, like, I've only really heard two songs from this girl. And one of them I cannot stand. Big purr. Big purr. I hate that song. I'm sorry. I hate that song so much. I mean, kudos to this girl for getting her coin, securing the bag. But I'm just not here for that song at all. She, and they gonna say she reps North Jersey and Boston. Okay. Tusi. I actually fuck with some of his music from uh, North Carolina. Blast. Thank God. Thank Jesus. They put Blast on this list. Blast saved this list. He single-handedly carried this list. Because at first I was like, mm, this ain't all that. Blast, thank you. Thank you so much. Ruby Rose. Somebody straight up texted Ruby Rose. Oh, you in a freshman class? I didn't know you was a rapper. I thought you was just a hoe. That's sad. <laughs> that's so sad ruby rose i do know her i've liked some of her songs but i will admit your reputation is everything because the only thing i'm familiar with ruby rose is when she like got flown out to some dude's uh spot out in whatever city miami i don't know she got flewed out and she got stuck he was not trying to fly her back or whatever so yeah your reputation precedes you ruby rose ian dior Okay, we got a little uh, ethnicity up in here. They say that he's from Puerto Rico and Corpus Christi and Tech. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico and Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay, with the diversity. And DDG, who is this year's fan voted freshman 10th spot winner. Alrighty, from Michigan. So check out the ciphers, the freestyles, the interviews. Uh, producer Nick. Mira will be the music curator crafting the beats alongside some of the internet money team. I, I do fuck with internet money. I will say that. I like internet money. Um, so yeah, that's the freshman class. I'm not really excited about this. Let me know what y'all think about this because I just, I feel like it's just getting weaker and weaker. Like, I mean, everybody has their favorite artist and everybody's, everybody can say, oh, you should have put this person, you should have put that person. At the end of the day, it's just a magazine. You know, this isn't 
the Grammys and even the Grammys we've talked about before like how important are they really like there's so many talented artists out here who probably will not ever get on this list and do you really want to be next to Ruby Rose anyway no shade but I'm just saying this cover let me look at the cover at least the cover looks like Photoshop <laughs> The cover, they said, out of this world. So they tried to do a little galactic look. Yeah. I miss the days where people could get in the same room and do photo shoots because this looks uh, photoshopped together. But congrats to Flo Millie and Blast. And congrats to everybody, really. I'm not a hater. Let's get into some new music, shall we? Gucci Mane has a new album coming out just in time for Father's Day. And uh, let me just let y'all in on the specifics. So Gucci Mane's album will be titled Ice Daddy. It will be a 17-track album with appearances from Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, 2 Chains, E-40, and more. And he put his six-month-old son, Ice, on the cover. And his son is also credited as executive producer. How do y'all feel about this? Because I was getting annoyed with it with DJ Khaled. I mean, his kids are super cute. And this is very cute of a cute picture of Ice as well. Not a huge fan of the album art. Uh, to be honest, I like the baby, but the album art's not really that cute. Um, but we're not here for the album art. We're here for the music. Um, this is his, you know, most recent album since his 2019 Waptober and, uh, whatever that other album was called. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear some Gucci Mane. I, I just always look forward to new music. Uh, I totally forgot last week to mention Polo G's new album. I actually liked that project. That was a good project. So make sure y'all check out Gucci Mane. Now let's talk about some old music. Let's talk about an oldie. This was the main topic that I wanted to talk to y'all about today. Some fans recently were giving a side eye to Destiny Child's Cater to You. Cater to You came out in 2004, and that was on Destiny's Child. Destiny Child's. Do y'all ever have problems saying Destiny's Child? <laughs> Some people say Destiny Child, Destiny's Child's, Destiny's Child. Okay, let me just get out of my tongue tie for a second so that was on destiny's child's album uh destiny fulfilled that was how many years ago almost 20 years ago and some people are you know coming terms and saying hey cater to you sounds very submissive and we are feminists we are women we are not bending over backwards for our men yeah and michelle williams clapped back and said um, y'all really just mad because you gave your pearls to swine. <laughs> Michelle really be coming back with the quips. She really is hilarious. She basically just said like, oh, honey, you didn't deserve who you were catering to and you gave your pearls to swine. Don't be mad at Destiny's Child. Uh-uh. And I kind of agree with her. Like, this is my thing. I'm not a submissive type of person like to me and that's a whole nother episode talking about submission but I do feel like a woman wants to give more and cater to her man more when she feels appreciated and she feels the same in return like 
you 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 don't you just don't know y'all y'all just don't know if i really love you i will cook for you even though i can't cook i will clean your apartment i will really like i said bend over backwards for my man when i am being treated with love and respect and i think he deserves it i am not cooking and cleaning and buying gifts for a man who treats me like shit period that's the bottom line with this and that's what michelle was trying to say basically like you're mad because you catered to the wrong man what you need to do is find a real man to cater to and i mean i will admit when i listen back to some old songs i'm like oof like we was really bumping this like cater to you it's 2021 but you know when you in that mood i'll sing cater to you to my man shoot let me cater to my man <laughs> let me cater to you baby so yeah how do y'all feel about submission catering to your man you know like i just feel that i'm not going above and beyond for anybody oh wait here we go michelle also said more oh no other people had something to say other people said facts lmao don't be mad at destiny child nowhere in that song did they say cater to a scrub know your value and your worth somebody else commented y'all do know that cater to you was like for niggas that actually do right by you right real submission so yeah i can't believe that people are even bringing this up actually i can't believe it because everybody's mad about something these days and everybody is all politically correct these days uh i'm sure we're gonna be picking apart a lot of oldies for a long time maybe i'll just do an episode about problematic songs <laughs> but yeah cater to you i probably would not be singing this unless uh, it was like a Valentine's Day situation where I had some lingerie and I was trying to impress my man. Otherwise, I don't really be screaming, cater to my man, be submissive, X, Y, Z, because we've seen you could do all this in the world and people still don't appreciate it. So just make sure if you're doing something, you're really doing it because you want to. You're doing it because, you know, and also and also let's talk about love languages also make sure that is your partner's love language gifts and and dinner and cooking and cleaning make sure that you're not just making a fool out of yourself make sure they actually like that and appreciate that okay <laughs> so yeah cater to you back in the news after how many years that's all i got for you folks today that's a little shorty episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening follow the ybo podcast on instagram facebook and youtube at the ybo podcast you can follow me miss chris d on instagram tiktok and twitter m-i-s-s-c-h-r-i-s-d-e-e -E. i love y'all so much for listening and supporting tune in next week for another episode bye